1: Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Simple, you are an idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking.
2: <laughs> On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com Well, we know it was a rough night for Robin last night as he watched his Giants lose to the Cowboys. So we appreciate him joining us this morning. Robin Washington Husker online. Uh, we'll we'll move past that game, Robin, because I know you don't want to talk about that and and the, the loss. But thank you. Thank yeah, you're, you're welcome. I, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> I, I, I I'm I'm a am i am watch after people here. Um, I'm I'm curious. So let let's go to let's go this past weekend. Nebraska did not play football this past weekend. Thankfully, they couldn't lose a game. Did. <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying god robin who who impressed you most during this husker bye weekend of coaches that might be on the radar for nebraska oh
3: boy well um you know i think i'll start with the obvious um obviously lance leipold continues to uh push his way up the mix every every week uh, with the job that he's doing at kansas and then uh, Dave Aranda uh, beating Matt Campbell head-to-head uh, straight up. You know, I think that was a game that had a lot of Nebraska fans' attention. Um, I don't know. I, I know that people keep wanting to talk about P.J. Fleck and the job that he's done at Minnesota uh, has been phenomenal, uh, and the record speaks for itself. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how realistic that is, but I know that that generated a lot of conversation this weekend so you know i'd say that probably those were as far as the names on nebraska's Tim. coaching radar probably jumped out the most
1: were your kids in bed saturday night in the fourth quarter of kansas state oklahoma and was there anything in that game that caught your eye
3: well obviously i didn't get a chance to watch much of it okay. um but uh definitely followed along and, and look back on it and yeah, I mean, it's it's hard not to uh, look at that game, um, especially because of the Adrian connection and the performance that he had uh, and then the you know, mutual opponent with Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and seeing what Kansas State was able to do that Nebraska uh, clearly was not. Um, you know, it just, just kind of shows where Nebraska is as a program right now. Um, you know, those are the types of games where you know, you want to compare scores, you know. <laughs> how is Kansas State able to go down to Norman and, and have that type of performance where – Nebraska wasn't even remotely competitive for for more than five minutes, um, you know. And then obviously the Northwestern scores are another one that you look at where mm-hmm. they continue to sputter and look like one of the the worst teams in the conference, and yet they they beat Nebraska head to head. So those are the types of games that you know, from a Nebraska's perspective, uh, kind of throw a little more salt into the wound but, um, that you know maybe these teams that Nebraska's lost to. Uh, aren't all that great, but yet Nebraska looked them, made them look uh, like you know college football playoff contenders in some cases.
1: Robin, you're an astute football observer. You you are. You know football very well. You went to Ireland. You're sitting in Aviva Stadium. We we're close, sitting nearby each other. Did it when you watched that game? Did it ever dawn on you that man Northwestern's terrible? <laughs>
3: No, I would I would never would really have used the word terrible. In fact, I think I was more having discussions of maybe they're better than people think they, they are. are. You yeah, know, they came in they and people saying they might be the worst team in the conference, uh but you know they were running the football effectively, they were playing pretty good defense, your quarterback play with Halinski was far better than anyone would have expected. So I mean, I think there was a lot to I mean, not a lot to like, but there was more to like about, you know, what that team might be. Which clearly, uh, you know, less than a week or two later, uh showed to be uh, you know, a lot of false hope for, for them, and Nebraska probably made them look a lot better than they actually were.
2: This defense has made Helensky look like a uh, you know, Hall of Famer, uh, yeah. Kyle Van Treese, the same thing. So I'm curious, Robin, you know, you Nebraska had a bye week. Bill Bush is now the defensive coordinator. Can can he work a miracle with this defense? What what can he do to make them better?
3: Yeah, I'm not anticipating a dramatic change uh, at all but I think that what you can see is incremental progress um, to where a lot of just the fundamental things that are going on with this defense you know Mickey touched on it um, in his press conference last week just I mean getting guys to to know what they're doing and line up right and be in the right positions before the snap and um, you know understand what their assignment is from play to play Uh, and then uh, with this kind of renewed emphasis on live tackling and practice, maybe that will help with uh, all the open field tackling issues that are turning, you know, two and three yard runs into eight to ten yard runs. Um, so, I mean, I think those are the types of things that you can actually have a chance to improve at this point in the season, given this set of circumstances. Um, and you know, they can try some other things too. Um, I think they can be uh, far more aggressive in coverage. Um, you know not play six or seven yards off the ball on every snap, and just let have teams have whatever they want on the underneath routes. Um, I think that maybe you can tr- get a little bit more creative with your blitzes, uh, get more guys involved with that to try to generate more of a pass rush um, I don't from a personnel standpoint, you know maybe you're looking in the secondary at some potential shakeups um, just because that's the position group where they've probably rotated the least this season, but up front of the defensive line at linebacker, um, you know, and, and nickel, they've kinda played everybody that they can play. Um so I don't know what they can do much from a depth charge standpoint outside of maybe mixing some things up at safety and corner. But um I think the biggest changes, you know, it's not gonna be a, a flip of the switch um over the course of a bye week, but I think as the season goes on, those types of just little uh basic fundamental things uh, can gradually improve, and then if those things start to improve, then all of a sudden you start playing better defense overall.
1: Robin Washington of HuskerOnline dot com joins us. Robin, it's at at seven thirty eight on Tuesday morning, how much is the sellout streak on your mind?
3: Uh, not much. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it, it is to an extent because people ask about it and people are interested about it. I view it differently than some people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think. We had our chat yesterday, and I, I made this point where, uh, you know, I, I understand what the sellout streak means to this program. It's kind of the last link to uh, the past and the, the one record that still stands. And so, in that regard, people want to keep it going. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I just kind of view it as kind of a technicality. Uh, the, the fact that tickets are sold means it's a sellout, even though stadiums haven't been full, people haven't been, you know, actually going to the games uh, to sell the stadium out. And so, you know, it depends on what your term of a sellout is. You know, I, I guess if you want to go from the literal sense, of, is every ticket sold, then yes, the streak's still alive. But if you want to go from the sense of there being a capacity stadium at every single game, that thing ended a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, for me, it it doesn't carry as much weight um, as just because I kind of define sellouts maybe in a, in a, in a different sense than just having the tickets sold. So, you know, for me, if that, if they say it ends and it's not going to be the end of the world for me, but I also, uh, do understand the importance it has to a lot of people and a lot of fans, um, around here just because it's that, it's that one last link to, uh, Nebraska glory years.
2: Robin, regarding the upcoming game against Indiana at six thirty this Saturday, uh, as of earlier this week and as of right now, Nebraska is viewed as a favorite in this game in Vegas. Three and a half point favorite. Indiana's three and one with the loss to Cincinnati last week. Nebraska's one and three with you know the losses they've had. Is there any reason you believe that Nebraska should be favorite? Why why would that be the case this weekend? Do you think they should win this game?
3: Well, they're at home. They're coming off a bye week. Um and Indiana's defense is If it weren't for Nebraska, Indiana would have the worst defense in the Big Ten. Um, They've been getting absolutely torched. And so, uh, you know, that bodes well for Nebraska um, to be able to potentially win a a shootout. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think that those are some of the main factors of where that line is. But then, you know, I also look at Vegas knows what they're doing. They're trying to get people to bet Nebraska so they can make some money. And so I think a lot of times you see those lines open up early in the week. And then come, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning, maybe you'll start to see some, some pretty significant shifts when the, when the Sharps come in. So um, and I, I, I take it for what it is. I think Vegas obviously has reasoning to make Nebraska a favorite just because of, of, of those three main factors. But I'll be interested to see how that line moves over the next few days.
1: What do you, Rob Robin Washit joins us from HuskerOnline.com. dot com. Rob, what do you anticipate as far as the offense, how it looks on Saturday, how 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 much differently it might look, given what Mickey has said about tempo?
3: Yeah, so that's kind of the the interesting thing here is obviously they uh, didn't do themselves any favors against Oklahoma by by trying to go, um, you know play for play with with the sooners and didn't slow things down and um, ended up letting that game get out of hand very quickly but conversely now you're going to head to, to indiana where like i said they've they've been kind of a a swiss cheese defense to where i mean if, if there was ever an opportunity to be on the attack uh for the rest of the season this would yeah. be it yeah. um so you know there, it, there's a fine line i think where you just kind of got to gauge your tempo by um, you know how the game goes, and if you're having a lot of success and you're moving the football with ease and Casey's dealing, and you know, guys are getting open and running the ball effectively, obviously, you don't want to take your foot off the gas pedal and uh, go into a shell. You want to stay on the attack and, and put points mm-hmm. on the board. But mm-hmm. if uh, you know, things aren't working and your defense is struggling, then you got to protect your defense and you got to get the game under control. So it's going to be one of those deals where I think they got to let the first couple series, maybe first two or three series play out and just get a feel for, for how things are going and then decide whether to you know, pull back the reins and, and slow things down and shorten the game or uh, dial it up because Indiana can't stop them.
1: Robin Washer joins us. Speaking of getting a feel for how things are going, Fred Hoiberg will be available to the media core today. And we're trying to get a feel for how things are going in Fred's program. What is? Do you have any couple questions for Fred that stand out in your mind?
3: Well, they obviously um, there's just a lot of new pieces that didn't really get to practice much together. Um, you know, they have really one true point guard on their roster, and he didn't do anything with them all summer. Uh, Sam Griesel, because he's coming off that hip surgery. So, how is that piece? factoring into the equation um, and then we still don't know uh, what their primary scoring options are going to be I mean I have has any of that started to take shape over the course of summer workouts um, you know and then uh, I look at also um, you know, just how much of a difference their revamped front court um, has made to their style of play um, you know there's been a lot of comments made about the impact of of guys like Blaze Cata and Juwan Gary paired with Derek Walker um, that that has Nebraska's front court as maybe as Big Ten ready as it's been since Fred has been here. And how much is that going to maybe influence uh, the the way they play on both ends of the floor? Um, So, I mean, I think that there's just the the personnel um, is maybe the the most pressing questions right now um, just because of how different it is. Compared to previous seasons, that that Fred's had here,
2: Robin. Always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. All right, sounds good. Good job, Rob. Robin, Robin Wash at Husker Online.
1: You going to be listening to Fred today?
2: I'll I'll tune in for that. A lot of questions. Yeah, as Robin said, there, I mean, I want to have optimism for that program because I'm I'm sick of having half you know glass half empty. Um, but they just haven't been very good at all. They've been hard to watch. It's not—it's not just not good. It's hard to watch a lot. So I hope Playscada is as good as people think he could be. I hope Jawan Gary comes in and makes an impact. That Derek Walker makes it—you know—even gets gets even better than he has been the last couple of years. I mean, there there is a path to them being respectable. Can they find that path? Is the question I ask,
1: right? Well, I mean, just I don't I don't know what to make of it. I mean, I know Fred's nine and fifty in the big ten. He's he's nine and fifty. Terrible. Yeah.
2: Nine and fifty.
1: Yeah. So bad. And Robin, I I saw Robin on our chat yesterday. He's predicting ten wins this year. Ten wins overall. Total. yeah. Yeah.
2: Not just conference. Total wins. That won't get Fred back. No, well, no. I think I think Trev will be busy. Again. I root for his success. I again I Fred's know you a very likable. I I love Fred Hoiberg. He's just got to win. Your results right. matter.
1: Yeah, got to win. Yeah, there's no. I, I there's nothing
2: like I would love him to have this great success story where they they rise from the ashes and they're they're good. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see it. Hope I'm wrong. By the way, from Corian Lincoln, I'm not sure what he uses for his service here, but hit what he has. The Nebraska line against Indiana has gone up to six and a half point favorites hmm. for Nebraska.
1: Indiana lost a key receiver. I don't know. Maybe that has it something. Wasn't Cam Camper though. No, I, that's I curious think, uh, to me. I, well, that's a you lot. You can
2: try to explain it all you want. I don't get it. Makes no sense. A one in three football team that has one win against North Dakota should not be favored against a big Ten team. You can do that once you win a game. Go prove it. Then, then maybe against Rutgers, you're a favorite. Maybe, but not yet. I'm favored on the road. I said maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Let's play the game. Show, give us a call right now at four six four five six eight. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. We did NFL kickers yesterday, and you lost. Low scoring game, but you lost. Today we're back to the NFL again, and you've done this. You you tri- you quizzed me a couple years ago on this. I'm bringing it right back to you because things have changed. NFL backup quarterbacks. Mm, okay. What teams are these quarterbacks? backups for okay ready yeah that fair yes let's have some fun four six four five six eight five shut up simple starts right now we've all been there you're listening to the radio and then that rage starts to grow inside of you it
1: starts to consume you it gets to a point where you just want to yell shut up simple
2: no sorry i'm sorry well here's your chance it's time to shut up simple Call now to play four six four five six eight five. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, four six four five six eight five. Call the takedown, Sip and Trivia. You lost yesterday, but you're still sixteen and four since the reset. So a lot of padding there for you. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Walk in.
1: I'm having some voice problems.
2: Have you noticed that? Well, your allergies are coming up today. Yeah. It looks like. You okay?
1: Just fine. Okay.
2: Uh, Rogan, how do you feel about NFL backup
1: quarterbacks today? Yeah, pretty good. Okay, Rogan. Um, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it.
2: All right. First question goes to you, Rogan. Here we go. What NFL team is Desmond Ritter, the backup quarterback for?
1: The Falcons.
2: Falcons is correct. He might be starting at some point this season. Marcus Mariota, the current starter in Atlanta. Why say that? I uh, because is not the future. You know, he's damaged he's old he's old news. One zero lead for Rogan. <laughs> to tie it up, sip first question. What NFL team is Malik Willis the backup oh. quarterback for? Oh. The former Liberty Flame.
1: Liberty Flame. Oh. Oh. I have a good. Thank okay,
2: you. We know, got five seconds to guess. Starting now. Five? Uh,
1: four. Plays for a three. team with the best running back in football Tennessee.
2: The Titans is correct. He got some playing time against the Bills before they lost to the Dolphins next week. All right. 1 uh, 1 tie, Rogan for the lead. Your last question What NFL team is Case Keenum mm. the backup quarterback for? <coughs> the Bills. Buffalo Bills is correct. I it was a Patriots. Well, you were wrong. All right, Sip, for the tie, for the tiebreaker, your last question. What NFL team is Gardner Minshew the backup quarterback for? God. That's a...
1: I need this, don't I?
2: You need it. You're down 2-1. This is the Force the tiebreaker to not start the week off 0-2.
1: Fly, Eagles,
2: fly. Is he on? Um, <laughs> Eagles, yes, he is. How about that? Now, this goes to Rogan because it was you last time in the tiebreaker. So, Rogan, your number. <laughs> Sip will go over under your number. All right. Rogan, how many touchdowns has Gardner Minshew thrown in his three NFL seasons? This is his fourth, so it's before this. His three full seasons before this.
0: Um, I'll go
1: 37 yep
2: 37 is the number are you going over or under that for gardner Minshew's nfl 37
1: gotta be under gotta be under no how
2: about 41 41 touchdowns with the jaguars you had a couple last year for the eagles too but mostly with jacksonville nice guess rogan good game we'll get you thanks for calling in and calling down the road have a good one, guys. There he goes. Hey, all that questions hurts. were correct. It was that close hurts. to the tiebreakers. Well played.
1: That hurts. Well done, everyone. That really hurts.
2: I'm going to say this. If I was asked this question about Gardner Minshew and the number was 37, I would have also said under. When I researched it, I was surprised. And, you know, he's, he's only got 12 picks. Like, he's got 41 touchdowns That's and 12 picks. He's got good numbers. That's good numbers. Darn but, it. I mean, I'm just giving you. I, I would have gone under myself with that. Guess. I don't
1: like this zero two thing.
2: Yeah, you're not used to it, are you?
1: Uh. Uh-uh. Zero two. That puts some pressure on Wednesday. Yeah, it does. Some heat. Well, wild card Wednesday.
2: Yeah, tomorrow's. I don't have. To, I have not made it yet. So.
1: How about Husker hometowns?
2: No, that's not wild card.
1: <laughs> what do you mean it's not wild? If card? you've lost
2: eight straight games, <laughs> we'll do Husker hometowns. I mean, yeah, not not for two straight losses. You're still up on the season, sixteen to five.
1: That's pretty wild cardy, though.
2: It's not that wild cardy. That, that deserves a Monday or Tuesday topic. I
1: got to get my voice back. It's okay. Have some tea. Chug some coffee. I've chug. I've been chugging have coffee. Have a Slurpee? <laughs> I haven't had a Slurpee in years. Well, it's
2: time to break one out there. Do they still have them? Yeah, that's a good question. Who, who has Slurpees? There's I no 7 in this town.
1: Uh-uh.
2: Like, does an Easy-Go have a Slurpee? Does a I, Kate, think they does do. Casey's
1: I think they do. have a Slurpee? Yeah, I think they have the equivalent of a Slushy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, pretty sure. I've never had one it. before.
1: I, I'm out on it.
2: I've never had a Slurpee ever. I don't in my desire lifetime. it. That makes me a bad person. to sue me. I've never had a Slurpee though. I've never, really wanted never it. I don't had think one. I
1: have. I used to get those cherry Slurpees back in the day when I was a yeah, kid.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. It does nothing for me. Like, I don't. I don't look at a Slurpee and say I need to have that.
1: In the summer when it's 101, Slurpee tasted. Well, pretty think good. about
2: me. You know, you know, like a Slurpee is a similar look to a margarita, right? Sometimes.
1: Yeah. And a blended I hate, margarita. And I hate
2: margaritas i hate tequila i don't like it they're nasty i hate it. i'm so, i know it breaks your heart but i, I hate even, margaritas i don't even know what to
1: say right now what are you talking about margaritas are nasty i don't
2: like tequila i don't like margaritas it's a personal thing Huh? i've tried many of them different restaurants different people's recipes tried them it's the tequila i hate tequila hate <laughs> it
1: put I some it. mezcal in there i hate tequila smoky margarita I'll, I'll try to smoke you one.
2: Yeah, but I just you fla- should something's not right about the flavor of a margarita for me. I can't do it. Interesting. No, don't like it.
1: Hmm. It's well, my only. Per- it's my own personal thing. That's okay. Took an L, sixteen and five. Wanted that one bad. Thought I had it.
2: That's <laughs> a good guess by Rogan on the tiebreaker. Yeah,
1: Rogan did a good job. Rogan. I, just, was,
2: I was impressed. You got both your questions, Titans and Eagles, were well done.
1: Fly Eagles, fly. Rog- Rogan is formidable on the NFL. He he was dialed in. So were you? Yeah, I wouldn't have got Case Keenum
2: though. Not in the Patriots, right division, <clears throat> wrong team. Spillovers next on an early break in the ticket.
0: Ninety-two percent of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All because of a fancy bike. Not just bikes. We also make a rower. Have you ever tried to row? too hard not with form assist it actually teaches you how to row so it doesn't matter if you're a first-time rower or a season pro peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals 92 percent stick with it so can you try the peloton row risk-free with a 30-day home trial new members only not available in remote locations see additional terms at onepeloton.com home-trial